thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, high levels of trans fats in your blood may make you 50 to 75% more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease or dementia, according to a new study in the journal Neurology. The study was run over 10 years and utilizing 1,600 men and women, and importantly, measuring the actual trans fat levels in their blood over that time, rather than relying on dietary questionnaires, adding weight to the findings. After adjusting for other influencing factors like high blood pressure, diabetes, and smoking, the study found that people with the highest levels of trans fats were up to 74% more likely to develop dementia compared to those with the lowest levels. Neurologist Dr. Richard Isaacson, director of the Alzheimer's Prevention Clinic at Wheel Corner Medicine in New York, says that this study is important as it builds upon prior evidence that dietary intake of trans fats can increase the risk of Alzheimer's dementia. Trans fats, also called trans fatty acids, are made by hydrogenating liquid vegetable oils to make them more solid, like margarine. They're cheap, they last a long time, and they give food flavor. In this study, sweet pastries were the strongest contributor to higher trans fat levels. Margarine was next, followed by candies, caramels, croissants, non-dairy creamers, ice cream, and rice crackers. This research adds to the previous research linking trans fats to heart disease that led to the Food and Drug Administration in America banning trans fats in 2013, and the World Health Organization calling for trans fats to be eliminated by 2023. Australia, meanwhile, has not only not banned trans fats, but has resisted calls for mandatory labeling on trans fats as well. As always, the links are in the show notes. My opinion on this is that it's not surprising. Your brain is 60% fat, and so if you're filling your brain with unhealthy, artificial, made in a laboratory fats. If you're eating those in your diet, it's likely they're going to be contributing to the makeup of your brain. But if your brain is made of bad fats, it makes sense you can have a bad brain. So it's not surprising that the research is showing that fake food is not good for your body. I mean, how many studies do we need? We've repeatedly seen evidence where these fake foods, whether it's trans fats, whether it's other chemically, artificially laboratory produced foods are just not good for our bodies. Isn't it time we start taking some common sense into play here and saying, well, maybe we need to start moving towards healthy whole foods, even without waiting necessarily for the evidence to present to this degree. It's also, I think, time for individuals to demand changes in labelling, especially here in Australia. We should be able to make an informed decision about what's in our food and whether we want to consume trans fats. And we need to make sure that it's done in the right way. I mean, even in America, where trans fats have been banned, they're still allowed to have up to half a percent of trans fats and call it zero. We should have full disclosure of what's in our foods because even those little amounts can add up. It's also time for individuals to change their purchasing decisions because ultimately you're in control. It's easy to blame labeling. It's easy to blame regulation, but you control what you purchase. If it isn't labeled, you don't have to buy it. You can choose to fill your pantry with healthy whole foods and be devoid of artificial trans fats. There are some in naturally derived foods, but very little. But for the most part, you can avoid these artificially produced trans fats in your diet by sticking to a healthy whole food diet. If and when later on the labeling starts to come in, you might want to change and reintroduce some of those foods, but you might also realize that those foods by their very nature are likely to have other things within them that isn't great for your body as well. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.